Welcome to Sane Split, a podcast about staying sane when relationships end. I am AJ Jakubowska, family law lawyer and mediator. Just like you, I'm human. I understand what can happen when people separate. Lots of questions swirling around like confetti. Lots of uncertainty, perhaps anger, disappointment, or even pain. Sleepless nights, shallow breathing. Will I ever be happy again? Will the kids be okay? How much is all this going to cost? All of these questions are human and you're not alone. This podcast features my thoughts about separation and my interviews with other humans who help people when their relationships end. People who assist with legal issues, who mediate, who look after hearts and minds, and even after the pocketbook. People who might help you plan your future. What you will hear is not legal advice. These are dialogues primarily about the human aspect of separation. We will try to stay away from legal lingo. It's humans talking to humans. I hope that something you hear will help you navigate your way to a sane split. Welcome and thanks for tuning in. We are now in season three of the podcast and I want to take this opportunity to thank all of my listeners Uh, Thank you for uh, continuing to tune in and for all your very helpful comments. Today's episode of the podcast will be shorter than most others, but I do want to spend some time talking about working with junior lawyers and other members of a legal team when you have hired a senior lawyer to assist you with issues arising out of your separation. For some reason, I have been speaking in very long sentences today, and apparently I have not stopped, but I will try to do better as I go on. This team I referred to, what am I talking about here? If you have seen the artwork for this podcast episode, the graphic, I created it very deliberately. It's an image of a rowboat, a coxless four. Four team members rowing in unison, fully coordinated, working on getting the boat to its destination at the right pace, at the right speed. The right team for this particular sport, this particular event, based on skill, experience, staying power. So that is the analogy. I'm going to talk about a situation where you find yourself having hired a team to work on your family law matter. What that means, what to think about it, why I am a supporter of such arrangements. When I say find yourself having hired a team, I don't mean that it happens accidentally. Well, at least it shouldn't. And I talk about this point a bit later in the show. Before starting my own firm in 2009, I worked at a number of larger and smaller firms, initially as a junior lawyer and then a more senior associate. As I became more and more experienced, I was in charge of increasingly complex family law cases. But to start with, I learned the most by working under the supervision of a more senior lawyer and handled 
tasks on different files which I could handle either on my own based on my level of experience at the time or, again, under the supervision of a more senior lawyer. This was a terrific opportunity for me to learn. And it's also a practice which is very helpful to the client. What do I mean here? First of all, there are many tasks in a typical family law file which definitely, definitely should not be completed by a senior lawyer at their higher hourly rate. You are paying that rate for the level of the lawyer's experience, expertise, ability to strategize, and so on. You should not be spending that money on that lawyer completing tasks, which can be very efficiently completed by someone else based on their level of competence and skill. The words to use here are not just can, but in fact, should. Senior lawyers should delegate certain portions of a typical family law file to either a more junior lawyer or a law clerk, for example, or an articling student. To use an analogy from medicine, you do not need to pay a brain surgeon to treat a common cold. And here I'm not comparing your family law case which is without question very important to you, to a common cold. I'm simply saying that there are parts of every family law case which do not require 25 or 30 years of family law experience. And here I'm talking about completing financial statements, preparing first drafts of various documents, including court documents like applications and motion materials. Yes, I'm getting into a bit of legal jargon, but my point is the following. If you have decided to retain a senior family law lawyer based on his or her level of experience and expertise, you should not feel slighted or offended in any way if there is a more junior lawyer attached to your file and perhaps even a law clerk. This team as a whole, and also based on its separate component parts, will be able to assist you in the most efficient and most effective way possible. The hourly rates of junior lawyers are not the same as those of a more senior practitioner. The hourly rates of clerks may also be different, but again, This depends on experience. I have worked with many senior law clerks over the years in Toronto whose hourly rates were higher than those of junior lawyers. Why? Because of their experience and their ability, for example, to prepare volumes of material for trial, for example, with either minimal supervision or none at all. The lower the various hourly rates at which your file is being handled, the better for you. But let me give you some practical examples of what I'm talking about. Here's one. There are many pieces of information, perhaps even evidence that will be used in your case, that you can pass on to a more junior lawyer or the law clerk. Those team members 
separately or together. Could be working on motion materials, for example. It's a type of hearing before family court where each side presents their position, usually in writing. The lawyers make submissions to the court and the judge makes a decision, resulting in a court order. These types of hearings are labor-intensive. Paperwork needs to be prepared, including an affidavit or more than one, which is written evidence from the deponent, the person who is talking in the affidavit in writing. Part of the reason this task is labor-intensive is because often a lot of information, evidence, has to be assembled, collected, organized, and then provided in writing. When you hire a family law team, most of the time, the first draft of the affidavit will be prepared by a more junior lawyer or even a law clerk. That person will work directly with you on putting together the information the evidence which needs to be set out, organizing it, including documents to be attached as exhibits. This is labor-intensive work, and you definitely want someone completing that initial work. And again, there can be a lot of it at a reasonable hourly rate. When I worked at various offices as part of a family law team, the involvement of the more senior lawyer in this task and the timing of that involvement depended on my own level of experience. So when I was a very junior lawyer, my principal, that more senior lawyer you hired, would likely review the first draft and then provide guidance to me on the next steps. As I became more experienced, I would do several drafts before presenting the final draft to the senior lawyer, and he or she would actually argue the motion before the court, do the court appearance. Now, there are offices in which this does not happen, meaning more junior lawyers draft the materials and then once finalized, sworn, hand them over to the more senior lawyer to argue the case. So there is no supervision at the drafting stage. If you are not sure about your firm's practice, ask. And it's important that your question be answered. In other words, do you know if the motion materials being prepared by the junior lawyer on your file will be reviewed by the senior lawyer before they are finalized? It may be important for you to know that. In my office, when I have had an associate working with me, and if I was going to argue the motion, I would review any court materials prepared by the more junior lawyer before they were finalized. But really, which approach is the right one depends on the seniority and the experience of the drafting lawyer. If a lawyer has been practicing family law exclusively for eight years and prepares motion materials, it is entirely possible, likely in fact, that those materials do not have to be reviewed 
by senior counsel, unless there is some very new point of law that is being argued, some novel strategy being used, something unusual, which would benefit from a second set of eyes. So do not be afraid of junior lawyers on your file or the law clerks. Communicate with them, use them to your benefit, ask them questions. And there's nothing wrong with requesting that they check on a point of law or strategy with the more senior lawyer from time to time. They will be doing all this work at their hourly rate, and that is of great benefit to you. Here is another example, law clerks. And I have a lot to say here because I work very closely with a senior law clerk and have for over 12 years now, and that is Carolyn Pearson. Law clerks are trained to complete many tasks in a family law file, which will involve the senior lawyer only minimally. And a classic example is completing the paperwork required to obtain a divorce. Another common example is the preparation of a financial statement and the assembly of all the paper backup required to accompany that financial statement. And I just smiled at myself in my head because I used the phrase paper backup. But these days, much of the information we send to the other side and also to the court is in electronic form. So I was thinking of the good old days, really. No senior lawyer should ever be completing a financial statement with a family law client unless that senior lawyer is prepared to reduce their hourly rate for that task specifically. I am sure some of my colleagues hearing this would give me pushback, but I think that this is the only fair approach. In my office, by way of example, Carolyn works with the client on all the initial stages of completing this task, and I come in mostly toward the end to fine-tune the document and to educate myself on the content of both the financial statement and the backup material. The client benefits tremendously from Carolyn's involvement, including because her hourly rate is significantly lower than mine. But there are other reasons. For example, Carolyn and I can be working on two different tasks in your matter simultaneously, moving the file forward more decisively and cost efficiently. While she's working with you on your financial statement, I might be drafting a factum, for example, which is a statement of facts and law which we use to argue motions. Two members of your team rowing at the same time to move your family law matter in the desired direction based on their specific levels of competence and on their experience. Here is a key point I would like to make. When you first hire the senior lawyer you have selected, when you are retaining them, you are entitled to know, and in fact, you should know, who the team members will be. This may change over time. I recognize that because people 
move in and out of law firms. But here I'm talking about knowing at least the hourly rates of the initial members of the team. I have those set out up front in my retainer agreement, and many other lawyers do as well. If you're hiring a senior family law lawyer and you expect that there will be other team members, and if that information is not set out in the documentation you would have at the time you're making your decision, whether to hire or not, ask the question. Find out the law clerk's hourly rate and the junior lawyer's hourly rate so that you have a reasonable expectation of what the work your team will be completing might cost going forward. From my perspective, this is no different than taking your car to a mechanic, discussing with the mechanic what needs to be fixed, and then finding out that some special mechanic dealing with automotive electronics was brought in to deal with the problem in your car, and you were not advised in advance that they were charging an especially high rate. This would make no sense. And for the same reason, you should also know who is working on your file and at what rates. I will mention one more benefit of having a team work on your family law matter, and that is availability. Family law cases are often very dynamic, and people experiencing separation very naturally have many questions. Your ability to speak to a junior lawyer or a law clerk on short notice is something which may help sustain you emotionally through what is likely a very difficult time. It's nice to dial a number and have someone pick up the phone at the other end or send an email and have someone respond within a reasonable period of time and again. That is much more likely when it comes to a more junior lawyer or a law clerk than it is for a senior lawyer. And that is not at all because the senior lawyer does not care. It simply corresponds to their level of busyness and their schedule, which may involve court work, for example. I hope my comments today were of assistance to you. One of the key messages I try to impart on my listeners when I talk about their relationships with their lawyers and various members of their team is that communication is key. These people work for you. You pay them for their services. You should never be afraid to ask questions and to request a further explanation if the answer to your initial question was not something you easily understood. We lawyers operate in a world which is very familiar to us, and we sometimes forget that not everybody speaks our language or handles the family law terms of art as easily as we do. We need a reminder about that from time to time. Because having some control and an understanding of how your family law file is being handled is one of the keys to a sane split. Thank you for listening. I hope you will tune in again. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me through my website, 
separationinontario.com. Subscribing to the podcast through your favorite app will make future episodes available to you automatically. Signing off for now.